0: I do have brown sweats on today.
1: Look at that. What a br- brown They're the sweats. Same That's color. a choice.
0: So I got them on sale. They were only $10. Were they at Kohl's? No, oh, they were a champion. I don't it was like it at an this. outlet
1: mall. Cha- champion, so like, like the brand champion? They have their own store?
0: Yeah. yeah, but it was at an outlet mall. So you know everything's cheap. But this was even cheap. For an outlet no, but for I $10. love
1: Champion Shorts.
0: I know. So yeah. <laughs> I, need oh, 100%. I got two sweatshirts, also $10 each.
1: You need to hook, hook me up. You need to <laughs> go back to that outlet Listen. and buy me oversized Listen this, shorts. Though.
0: Listen to this, though. I was there, and I was like, oh, my God, Kyle, look at They have all this stuff, and it's only $10. And he was like, okay. And so he and his brother didn't buy anything. And then we got home, and I was, like, wearing the stuff around that I bought that is very cute and very comfortable, And they were like, well, where'd you get that stuff? And I was like, you were with me. I said, hey, this stuff is $10. You should get some. And they did nothing. They did not jump on it at all.
1: I want you to know that feeling that you're experiencing now is every conversation I've ever had with another human being. That was not a podcast. I swear to God, I just yell things out into the ether. People are like, I I feel like I heard something. I heard something go off out there. I don't know. I'm not going to check on it, though.
0: It's because you're a figment of everyone's imagination.
1: And I feel like, like it's not even a figment because people listen to their imaginary voices. I'm like the nightmare. I'm like the one they're like, ah, this thing again. It's like the nagging thoughts you have when you lay down at night and you hear all of the things that you've ever done wrong in your life. All the mistakes you've made. You know how think- one falls asleep in 2022. And, would- uh, and that's I when I feel like I'm the voice to everybody else. Just like, ah, I'm just not going to listen to that thing.
0: I would say equating you to a nagging voice is spot on.
1: uh i want you to know first off i got a shout out because i'm going to start posting all of our podcasts over on our patreon because that was requested people really enjoy just being able to have all of our content over there so i'm going to start doing that and i want you to know all the people for our new podcast if you haven't heard uh cave trolls which i'm on chelsea's not so enjoy that um uh, when we talk about D&D stuff i want you to know Ooh, that most yes. of the people over there came from slovenly trolls uh which is another D&D podcast on our podcast network that i'm not on i want you to know when they came over they were like i like this terry guy i don't know what's up with them but he seems okay meanwhile the, the right in the fields fans are like fuck that terry guy yes. uh you know what fuck that chelsea guy. why do i listen to the show and then they unsubscribe
0: no one is making them so
1: um i i thomas i can't remember your last name i want to give you a shout out to you. you sent me an email saying we should do more episode on super niche super sentai and Common rider stuff and you know what i said i don't know if that fits the show and chelsea says bet and <laughs> here we are researching like weird japanese Common rider episodes to uh do an episode we're gonna do a new segment called right in your feels where if we like your suggestion we're gonna do an episode basically catered to one person so if you <laughs> if you like that uh get get ready strap in basically
0: All you have to know is that you can make us watch almost anything. And that we will talk about it.
1: And we will talk about it. And I'm sure the listeners know, based on how many times I've referenced Pollyanna, I'll watch almost anything at least once. Right,
0: exactly. We'll watch almost anything. So (laughs) if you really want us to hear our take, or hear just anyone's take, like it's a super niche thing you can't tell your friends about, but you want someone else to experience it with you, that's us, right? That's
1: us, that's us. We will check that out. For the most
0: part. There are very few disclaimers that I, some things that you just can't get through.
1: Exactly. But there's not many and uh, so we'll watch it and if we have fun doing this one we might make it a patreon exclusive where once a month we do a write in your feels and we put it up a, as like a um you know a certain tier a month if you want to go and pay five bucks you'll get an episode basically where you get to pick the topic uh i am i want you to know i am having fun doing this i've, I've looked into this stuff before but like researching like not just what the storyline was of these seasons, which I've done in the past, and the designs of the characters. Like looking into what was the nostalgia like for these different like shows, and what what was the zeitgeist of the fans of Common Writer in two thousand and two, and which era were they in, and uh, were people going back to the show, and how old was the demographic? It's been a lot of fun, and man, is it fucking weird. <laughs>
0: But, we are not talking about it this week. No, we're not
1: talking about it this week, because today is May 4th, which means it is Star Wars Day. May the 4th be with you. And uh, I don't have a lisp, it's just accurate to say it like that. Today is my friend Dave's birthday. Happy birthday, Dave. Um, We're going to be talking about Star Wars, and everything, nothing specific. We're not talking about just Empire Strikes Back or Clone Wars. We are talking about all of it, Star Wars in general. So what's your touchstone for Star Wars, Chelsea?
0: One second. I'm texting Dave. Happy birthday.
1: <laughs> I texted him right before the show. Don't worry. You're not late. He doesn't wake up until like 11. He works a, a second shift job.
0: But also, it's only 9 a.m., so, like, I'm, bu- I'm also a busy adult, so, That's you know, true. like, if I would have just not texted him until later, that would have also been fine. But while I was thinking about it, I wanted to do it. It's in my phone for some You're reason. in a
1: similar boat, I suppose, though, when you explain what you do all day. People are like, oh, she's working towards something. Um, I also am a super busy adult. However, when I explain what my job is, people are like, oh, wow, you make money doing that? And I have to go, no. Sad. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like, you're working towards something? Not really. Uh, I record, like, five hours of podcasts every week. Um, I draw some comic books, and, and I write novels. And they're like, oh, wow, that's cool. Anything I would have read? And I go, no, probably not.
0: <laughs> you provide childcare to your kids, and that's, you know, cost-effective. I,
1: sure. I, I honestly... My wife brings it up whenever I get super down in the dumps about how, the lack of money that I bring in now. Um, and she's like, You know, but you do save us this amount of money every year. And I'm like, That's true. That's true. It does It does kind of equal out uh, um, now that I'm no longer a corporate stooge. But. Turns out. Turns out. Anyway, so Star Wars. What's yes. your touchstone for Star Wars, Chelsea? All of it. <laughs> it's true. All of Full it.
0: Stop. <laughs> Full stop. Full stop.
1: Well, I can talk about mine a little bit, um, a little bit more into the weeds. Then. I mean, also all of if we're it, right? here,
0: If you're here listening to a Star Wars episode, I don't need to say more than that.
1: I mean, that's true. That's true. Um, The first time I saw Star Wars was Empire Strikes Back in probably like 1997.
0: I was probably like 24 star wars first you watched or what is now a new hope you yeah,
1: watch I, I, you gotta understand i wasn't flip, putting it on i wasn't reading the wiki going what was the the story order you know my dad i i might have watched it first at some point but i i was a baby before that age so my earliest recollection of star wars is the snow speeder taking down the walkers on um yeah. on uh, the ice planet on hoth that's well, uh that's like the earliest memory, which is a good memory, right? Of Star Wars. Like yeah. if you had to pick one. Like that's 100%. not a bad one, right?
0: Um, uh, I'm going to tell you my earliest memory. Yeah, and it is yeah. that I didn't like it at first. So, oh, same.
1: Same. That's what I was going to get to. So,
0: it was so long. <laughs> it was so <laughs> I, was I was like a child, right? And I know it would come out on like Spike or some stupid shit where they would have them all back to back around the holidays yeah and it would be on, and I would be like, Why are we watching this old boring thing? That, now I'm just well, if I could shake myself and be like, you are stupid right
1: I mean, but that's such a kid thing, and that's so that's so seminal right that, that's I mean that was exactly my experience and a lot of our friends who love Star Wars even more than us, that's their experience as well because again, like even at that age, no matter wh- how good it was, even if you were objectively a genius kid, you cannot subjectively appreciate it. You just you, you can't you can't look at it and go, oh that well that part's cool. You just see old shit and you tune out kind of. Um yeah. especially in the nineties yeah. where we were watching things like super special effects heavy and exactly and you just I couldn't appreciate. It. I'm watching I'm like why are we watching this old movie? Why does that guy have a mustache? Like I just can't do this. And I could tell with the film grain, I'm like, this is seventies footage. This is fucking old dad. I don't want to watch mm-hmm. this. Exactly. Um however the hoth scene was cool i did like that as a kid but i tuned out a- afterwards i would tune back in when lightsabers came out um but even then there was a lot of yelling there wasn't it wasn't a long fight scene i'd much rather watch highlander which is terrible but i did like that at that age like, there were so many swords and so many ponytails it was so cool queen was on okay if they put queen in star wars i would have loved it in 1997 <laughs> <laughs> i i fucking guarantee it um but then like my dad i remember like a concerted effort by his part to show me the first one and i just kept getting hung up on which ship is darth vader's like i didn't understand that they had an army of of tie fighters like why like why is he driving the same shit? Like everyone's supposed to have their own colored ship. Because I watched Power Rangers. And I was like, okay, yeah, so cool. that's Darth Vader's ship. He's like, Well, no, he's got a special TIE Fighter that comes later. I'm like, oh, okay, that's kinda cool. Uh, <laughs> but and it, looks
0: least, same, it looks the same just a different color. <laughs>
1: exactly. Luke's in Red Squadron, okay, but he's got the same X-Wing as everybody else. That's I guess that's okay. Um but then just like a little bit older rewatching Empire Strikes Back really got me into it because it was just it was so cool. Like I loved when they land on Dagobah and when they started to build in that mythos heavily and we got to see like the through lines of, okay, there's some ideas here for an expanded idea coming from comic books, coming from Power Rangers, coming from that Saturday morning cartoon element of the world is bigger than just this film. That's where I remember going, Oh, I think I could like the Star Wars thing. Not as a whole chunk, not like, oh, this is my favorite by any means, but I can watch it when my dad puts it on. And he was a big fan of Star Wars. So that's really where it started to grow. Where I actually started to love Star Wars, again embarrassingly enough, was in my like, I don't know, I was like 18, 19. Um, it was right around I think senior year of high school. Um, our friend TJ hosted a watch party, which you kind of hosted it at his house. Yes. And and you were like, we're going to watch all the Star Wars. And that was like the first time I'd watched them all back to back to back. And I was like, oh, shit, this is really good. I kind of understand why my nerdy Lego friends really like Star Wars. They always went hand Uh, in hand. If you were a Lego kid, you fucking loved Star Wars.
0: So to capitalize on that, right? So I got reinvested. So I was, like, initially I was, like, turned off by it. I was, like, I don't understand. And then what the prequels did, what they were supposed to do, right? Like, I watched the prequels or the first prequel, and I was, like, this shit slaps. Like, this is exactly (laughs) what I wanted. It's got all the fights and all the CGI and all the special effects, like, which, you know, like, now I look back and I'm, like, well, clearly there are problems and I don't think that they're as good. But when I was, like, what, 11 or whatever I was when... The first prequel came out. The, okay. the first prequel. 2001 or something. So maybe not even 1999,
1: I, mean, I think, is when.
0: Um, so maybe uh, it was the uh, second. It doesn't matter. Phantom so out, right? either the first or the second one. And then I got reinvested and I would watch them on my portable DVD player. Like I would have little DVDs of them and I would watch them on my portable DVD player every day <laughs> in my room while I was supposed to be asleep. Sorry to my parents. And I, but just like closeted, right? <laughs> it was, like, it did not uh, come out. And I was obsessing over the Star Wars movies. And so then, after I'd watched the prequels, the first two prequels, a bunch of times, I realized somehow in my small child brain that this was the same shit that I had been watching. And then it blew blew my mind that, like, the continuity had gone back.
1: (laughs) That it was not chronologically (laughs) in order.
0: Exactly. That I was like, this looks better, but... It came, and so I had to have a whole, I had a whole breakdown about it. I was like, <laughs> how is, how is this happening? Like, small child be head spinning. So I had to ask my dad, and he was like, well, these movies are supposed to take place beforehand, and then these movies come after. And I said, but how? <laughs> I said, they were filmed after. And he was like, yeah, but like, you know, how like a timeline works. And I was like, no. <laughs>
1: no, I don't know, Dad. Like, that's
0: not. It to me. I was so, I was so upset because I was like this is supposed to be Darth Vader, but I already know that he can't be this guy because there already was a Darth Vader. I was so confident and so wrong. <laughs> well, my dad's like, let me see these movies. So like I show him the movies and he's like, well, Chelsea, clearly like, you know, and clearly it's not clear. I'm very young. He was like, it's like the fall of civilization, right? So like, of course it makes sense that the films that they filmed first, like look worse. Like there's, this is why. And I was like, not convinced. I just want everyone to know I was not convinced. <laughs> For one second until uh, I became an adult and kind of did adult brain and could realize or, you know, at least like a teenage brain and could realize, oh, yeah, this actually does make sense. Well, like, just-
1: the metatextual stuff of George Lucas in Star Wars has always fascinated me because uh, I'm trying to think of like, I don't want to say this offensively because George Lucas is a visionary. He's done some really awesome shit. In my opinion, the awesome shit, though, has always been helped by other people. Like having other people cool. there made it perfect, and when somebody like Dave Filoni is, as I love, he's the he's the Lucas Whisperer for me. When Dave Filoni explains what George Lucas was, in my opinion, attempting to do every time with Star Wars, I'm like, that's so fucking cool. That's so deep. That's such an interesting way to do it. However, almost never captured on film. <laughs> yeah, <I laughs> unless, didn't come yeah, exactly. Like it doesn't come across unless expressively like helped by somebody else, usually like Kathleen Kennedy or any of the writers, uh, from the different Star Wars. Um, the, uh, what's the name of the, is it Kasdan? Yeah. Um, Kasdan and his son, like, uh, <sighs> so watching those, I'm like, this is supposed to be shakespearean i knew as a kid because i was a weird fucking kid i know you were too watching phantom menace i was like okay this is supposed to be old timey this is supposed to even though it's like oh we got lightsabers it's like a dance on the stage which has always bothered me like
0: very choreographed very
1: choreographed it never looks like they're trying to strike each other because again it's it's shakespearean right um, the music was cool, but I really, really, really didn't like *Phantom Menace* as a kid. And it's not because oh, I was some cool kid who knew what a good movie was. It wasn't that at all. I hated Jar Jar Binks. I hated that it felt like it was talking down to me. And all of the the stuff, I felt like they were just saying too much shit. Like I, like all the uh, the Trade Federation, I was like, get to the lightsabers, <laughs> get to get to this cool. You talking about this war, but I'm not seeing any of it. Fuck, like, what are you doing? Yeah, when you're here? a child, that's
0: hard. It's a hard sell.
1: And, and that's funny because people always talk about, like, oh, well, Phantom Menace is four kids. I'm like, I disagree. As a kid, I fucking hated it, man.
0: I mean, I like the pod racing. There was, like, a bunch of stuff about it. Though, yeah, pod that racing
1: like, was cool. Pod racing was cool. And like
0: that was very like the ball then I was I,
1: fucking dope.
0: Yeah, I think I had the game, though, for the 64. Oh, of course. Racing.
1: Of course you did. Yeah um either so, pod racing or um like rogue squadron i had all, i had all the games or i played them you know I, I didn't own a lot of games but like i borrowed them from friends or renting them or whatever and those were all cool the world surrounding the prequels is fun it's just as a kid did not capture me and then i had some really close friends my friend dakota his dad kept trying to take me to the movies. Um, to, to 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 you know, let's let's go see those. And it was his house was such a Star Wars household, past the movies. So like they were all in on the prequels. They're like, let's go see the prequels together. So I would go with them to the theater, and I'm like, this is cool, I guess, but I don't give a fuck. And they had all the novels. So like Timothy Zahn, you know, yeah. the Fall throne but like all the bad novels too. So like I'm I'm learning about like Leia's fifteenth child and uh, how many times they've been kidnapped and um the you use on vong or whatever i can't pronounce the thing i can't remember it but these like weird space aliens from really really far away who can't fight with lightsabers but are immune to the force and like they they fly in like tree bark um whales that's like their spaceships and i'm like what the fuck is this why why was i hated this book um and then there's some fun stuff like chewbacca getting murdered by a moon that was interesting
0: but, so, like, Star
1: Wars, to me, was just so fucking weird until I got older that I was like, I, I don't know if this is for me,
0: guys. Um. I can't remember what I was going to I lost my I'm sorry. Today.
1: I'm sorry. No, I, no, I no. You're
0: okay. Was it. it was something about, it was about something that you said. It's gone. It doesn't matter. Moving on. <laughs>
1: What are we moving sorry. on to? I'm sorry. I'm moving on
0: to. Okay. <laughs> I, thought, I
1: thought you had something. You were like moving on. I was like, okay, yeah, go ahead. Oh,
0: no, no, no. I would still, I, that threw me off that I forgot what I was going to. We had a good expect.
1: pregnant pause there though, which is always fun. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> the, moving on from the prequels. So when we did start to like it. When I started to fall in love with Star Wars, like I said, it was with an older sentimentality. It was not just the nostalgia for it, It could, because I didn't have that much nostalgia growing up for Star Wars. Because I didn't like the prequels, which was coming out when we were kids. Um, I liked watching those movies with my dad. So there's, there's a bit of it, like, I can remember watching these films with my father, who passed away when I was 14. So there is a little bit of that. But for the most part, I just... Watching Empire Strikes Back, like, through a new lens at, like, 18, I'm like, this is such a good film. It's so fun. And the good guys lose. And that was so transformative for me as like a storyteller that it's weird to say it blew my mind right like kind of overstating it but it's not because that's what it did for me i'm like yeah they don't have it doesn't have to be a fucking happy ending they don't have to win every time and i i like return of the jedi um but i love empire strikes back because it's it's just an all-around good story that doesn't conform to many tropes that we've seen even in star wars films since so like just seeing that at the right time at the right age i was like you know what star wars is fucking awesome and i was then from then on there i was all in i'll watch the fucking cartoons i'll i'll read the, the i'll read all the dumb fucking books you know
0: all, well, cartoons are good as shit
1: they are good as shit right but I, at the time i didn't give a fuck like when they were doing clone wars i i really liked the genny tartakovsky one um the the clone Wars like actual like hand-drawn animated i i love that just because it felt kind of divorced from all the other prequel content which it kind of is i don't think it's canon um and i really like animated features so that that was really cool but when clone wars the 3d animation came out with dave filoni i just didn't care as much. Um, when the bounty hunter stuff started to roll around, that was really cool and it got me back into it. But I just didn't give a shit uh, until Empire Strikes Back at an older age. And when you see. The struggles of Luke, and they're introducing the mythology, and everything's amped up to eleven in that film too, and not in like the hokey way that happens in *Return of the Jedi*. Just like, no, like you want Shakespearean drama? How about he's your fucking dad? You want like you want like like lightsaber battles? How about we cut off some fucking hands, man? Like they just like amp it all up, and then you have Han Solo being smug as hell while losing. Like he's about to be frozen to death, and he's just like, yeah. Yeah, I, I dig you. Whatever. You know, like, all of the stuff I loved about Star Wars is amped up in Empire Strikes Back in such a fun way. They let the bad guys lose. They highlight people that you didn't give a fuck about, like Lando Calrissian's character like in Empire Strikes Back. Like, oh my god, that's so cool. Like, when he first introduced us, I was like, fuck this guy, he's a traitor. And by the end of the movie, I'm like, fuck yeah, Lando, <laughs> you know? Right. I just I love everything about it, and to this day, it's still probably my favorite Star Wars film, right next to Episode Eight, which all the internet fanboy hate. I don't care. Give it to me. It feeds me. <laughs> good. Good. <laughs> your hate sustains me. Like I I also love uh, Episode Eight for a lot of the same reasons I love Empire Strikes Back. But hit me up with what, like what your favorite is.
0: So my favorite fight scene. it's it's easier for me to pick my favorite moments right because I think Empire Empire Strikes Back I think is my favorite film as a whole um but my favorite some of my favorite moments don't come from that movie so I think that the Battle of the Fates fight in um Revenge of the Sith is my favorite I think that like watching the drama unfold is like the most dramatic moment in and I think even more so than the reveal of like it being his dad like he fucking kills his wife, right? Like inadvertently, because he thinks that she's like just his descent into madness. Anakin's descent into madness is incredible to me, right? And you know, he and Obi Wan go through everything together, and then you were the chosen one. You were my brother. You know, you remember?
1: Also, you remember that line he says right after? So he's like, he's in the fire, he's burning alive. I hate you, and then I he's like, you. but make sure, make sure you give my lightsaber to my son when he's old enough. I want him to have it
0: but i hate yeah, you I'm sure I, saw. I mean so like obviously right <laughs> things have been like <laughs> taken and t- like it's just hard when you adapt but if you that- can
1: take it honestly like like you're right if you can if you can pick and choose your context which again that's why I like, about, like the dave feloni whisperer of lucas like as much as that kind of ruins the canon of everything he didn't care about that he was writing a good thing at the time and that is one of the best scenes out of the prequel trilogy
0: a hundred percent and so it's one of my favorite just because i like, think revenge so of the sith
1: weird. is the best one out of the prequels i think it's it's oh, an okay film other 100%. than you know she gave up the will to live but uh
0: yeah it was just i mean the force choking it's really just it's it's so good but also terrible right <laughs> like, um but i also i love that moment um, I love, from episode 8, I love the scene where Kylo and Rey fight, um, and, and I think the cinematography is great, in the fight scene that they have in Snoke's, like, I don't know, whatever you want to call it, office? Yes, unquote.
1: it's, uh, yeah, like, his little, like, throne room type Yeah, thing. I don't know, what
0: call it. like it's like his receiving room. Right? Yeah, like, right.
1: like <laughs> that, that red room, but that fight yeah, scene is awesome, exactly. I love the team up um there i also i just i love luke so much in episode eight the, the haters are like that's not luke fuck you turn 40 fucking have a kid almost waste that kid and then try to your life's work be be basically you find out you're like man i suck at this and then tell yeah. me you're not a jaded man living on a rock alone in space like you're wrong. Yeah, I don't
0: wrong. know. Like I, I don't mind Luke's portrayal that way. Um, I think that I can see where it goes. I also see where people like wanted him to be better. Like, yeah, you the want best him to show up be,
1: and be Super Saiyan, right? You want that. Right. You want that. Uh, that fantasy of oh my god, he's probably more powerful than we've ever seen him. But as a right. storyteller, like that, like the fun thing, the interesting thing to do was, what if he just doesn't give a fuck anymore? Which is awesome, well, and-, and I love that.
0: I think it's so funny if you juxtapose it with like him finding yoga, Yoda. Yoda. Well, when he found yoga
1: with Yoda on Dagobah.
0: Correct. Because <laughs> he's literally just waiting. So that way, like he has to hide out because he has to, you know, has to be around to train the next, whatever. So he, he's like secluded, but does it, I mean, maybe it's a little bit of it as defeatist and whatever, but like a lot of it feels like he's doing this because he has to, right. Because he's being hunted, like, because there needs to be somebody to pass on like what they need to know. And so Luke, right, also secluded, but not for the same reasons at all. So it's, like, an inherently, like, selfish, quote-unquote, like, motivation. And so I think that it, like, him being the master and also being secluded, but it being for such, like, polar opposite reasons, at least to me, right, that's how it comes across, I think is an interesting twist. Like, because... I think that having them be flawed, it's the same as you say as in Empire Strikes Back, right? Like, they lose, and that, I think, makes it more compelling.
1: Exactly, and that, that again, that's that's the way more interesting choice. It's the 13-year-old Dragon Ball Z idea of, well, we got to see him more powerful than ever, that you go, oh, it'd be cool. That's what J.J.'s Abrams, uh, that, that was his idea. It was like, they show up, and he's got, like, rocks hovering around him because he's so strong at the Force. And on its first head, that is a really cool idea. But on second look, you go, hey, what if we did the opposite? What if he said, fuck the force, which is just a way more interesting choice. And I think it's such a cool character. And also it just makes sense because you, you know, if you know, Star Wars at all, that it didn't go well, right? Like the Jedi yeah. this stuff did not end well for him. He tried to kill his fucking nephew. The Knights of, of Ren showed up and murdered everybody. Like it went poorly. And when things go poorly, and you're that old, and you were told you were the chosen one. You were gonna bring balance to the force, and you were trying to do this thing, which, by the way, flawed an idea, anyways, because the whole idea of the prequel trilogy is that the Jedi were wrong. <laughs>
0: <but> well, <laughs> not only that, up. but I mean, but Anakin was the chosen one. He did bring balance to the force. Two and two, right? Two and <laughs> two.
1: Yeah, he did it. exactly. Luke is not the chosen and and Luke is, but Luke doesn't have a mentor. To tell him that he did the wrong thing. That he's making the wrong choice. He's making all the same bad choices that the people he's idolizing did. He doesn't have those people there to tell him that because Obi-Wan died. His dad is dead. Yoda fucking died. No one's there going, hey man, you're fucking up just like we fucked up. So of course he's going to fuck up. And when you fuck up like that, you go, fuck, I'm a fuck up and you go live on a rock somewhere again like that it made so much sense to me and i was so surprised after that film and i'm like i fucking loved it that was the best one so far and when people are like oh god why wasn't he super saying i'm like ah i feel like you just want something different which is okay star wars means a billion different things to a billion different people but to me i'm like that's why it was so cool that he's all cranky plus i love a good cranky mentor like (laughs) like again coming from anime and stuff
0: what'd you say Said a good Merlin character. Yeah, exactly. Like, a
1: good Merlin character is like, fuck this shit. And also, Ray's not a good student when she shows up, which is half the fun. That was the same thing with Luke, right? He yeah. shows up, like the juxtaposition there, like, how can you say that's not Luke when he was fucking trained by the same thing? He shows up and Yoda's like, fuck you. Like, you think you're <laughs> you think you're powerful? powerful because you can pick that up. Watch me, man. I can pick up the whole fucking extra with my little green hand. Exactly. Like, sit down, be humble. Like I love Yoda. <laughs> I love Yoda too, and I and Yoda like you. If you watch the prequels and you watch Empire Strikes Back, like Yoda has a character arc too. Yoda was humbled as fuck when he got beat the shit by Darth Sidious. He's like, you know what? We fucked up everything.
0: He's like, you know what? Listen, I did not do this correctly. I'm not as big and bad as I thought I was. Uh, let me go meditate on it for a while.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And again, such a good part of episode eight is Yoda showing up and being like, hey, listen, bitch, like, uh, you, you think you're doing better because uh, all that stuff that you're like, oh, the Jedi is awesome. Like, didn't I tell you that it fucking sucks? <laughs> like,
0: I too, like, how much of their training that we not see, like, what kind of knowledge does he impart about, you know what I mean, like, about what happened for, for history to repeat itself, essentially. Which, I mean, is all that, like, the sequel trilogy is, right? Like, the first... But well, Force Awakens is just directly A New Hope, almost. You know what I mean? Right.
1: And I that's partly why... Like, I love Force Awakens, but it's not my favorite, you know?
0: I like it because yeah. it's got
1: modern sensibilities when it comes to storytelling and effects and dialogue. But, like, I still think Empire Strikes Back is a vastly superior film. Um, yeah. and But, like, J.J. J. Abrams knows how to hit the nostalgia button. I think Episode Nine is an arguably bad movie, but... If, if there's not the hypest fucking moments in some, like, of all of Star Wars, you talked about some of your favorite moments being removed from the movie. Episode 9 has some of my favorite moments in the yeah. entire, like, you know, Same. saga. Same.
0: Yeah. It does. And, it's, and I know it's controversial because the movie is not that great, but it also has some of my favorite, like, callbacks, favorite, t- it just is all. It's got, it's got some hype
1: moments. Like, we, we had talked about favorite lightsaber fights. I, I I mentioned I don't like Phantom Menace, like, at all. I love the Cage Tiger, Darth Maul going back and forth behind the laser beams and and Obi-Wan yeah. meditating going you know what I need to focus I can beat this guy cuz he's full of rage and even though my master just died I can wait and I can beat him
0: yeah. and
1: and I love that he's I, I
0: we're gonna you... prove that Obi Wan is, is the best of us, and anyone who says otherwise, I will fight you. And so,
1: and that's why I'm super hyped for the show, and I love what he does in Clone Wars. But it, same thing, if you go to Episode Nine, I love the fight scene with Ben and Ray, and they're on that that Star Destroyer that's in the ocean, like the the imagery, the water
0: there. fight. It's so good. It's, it's so, so cool. Good.
1: And I feel a lot of the same feelings that I had when they talk in episode eight, which is I, I love the force calls. I love the, having to pit the two against each other while, while make, going, we have this connection. What the fuck's happening? I love that yeah. coming across in that fight scene in episode nine. But then like, I love when Ray accidentally uses force lightning because she's so mixed up with her like, yeah. dark side, light side. I fucking love that. I,
0: I like that a lot too. I did not like that. She was Palpatine's granddaughter. <laughs>
1: I I think, again, one of my favorite moments of episode eight is the fact that the lesson is she is nobody, but she can become somebody. And not by taking somebody else's name, by going, like, I I really wish that line in episode nine, it it could have redeemed the entire saga. I don't care that she's a Skywalker, these these fanboys throwing a hissy fit, like, oh, she doesn't deserve to be a Skywalker. She totally does. However, I think Rey's better than a Skywalker. I think the Skywalker name is tainted and dumb. That was the whole story of Luke's, you know like idea that was the whole story of ben solo right like no no no. the skywalker legacy needs to get, go away episodes like burn it if you have to like or kill it if you have to kill the past let it die yeah i really wish you would have said no it's just ray because ray is <laughs> cool enough on her own she doesn't need to be somebody it doesn't have to be somebody's Indiana. kid yeah, so I agree with you. I, I hate that. I hate they brought Palpatine back. Um, He is the Phantom Menace. I guess that's neat. <laughs> like you just cause like, I love, I also, I love the boldness in episode nine where it's just like, first, first line is he's back. Palpatine's back. Why? I don't know. He's fucking, cause we wanted to like, I couldn't think of anything else. So he's back. You happy? He's back.
0: <laughs> I just, yeah. I feel like because episode eight had such a, like a strong reaction that they were just like, well, we got to do something to get our cash cow. It, it, it's it,
1: it 100% what it was um and that that's fine that's fine if you like it like uh, everyone's favorite movie is somebody else's least favorite right and star wars yeah. is such a good litmus test for that like you hand some you you hand somebody a little star wars card that says write your order of you know least favorite to favorite yeah. or whatever everyone's gonna yeah. have a different fucking answer and i think that's fascinating um one of like we haven't talked we've been talking like the mainline stuff one of my favorite star wars movies and one of my favorite movies of all time is rogue one
0: rogue one's so good yeah so it's so, 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 fucking so good.
1: good and it does what i think if you're gonna return to a series later on in life if you're gonna try to hit that nostalgia button bringing the modern sensibilities like I talked about with force awakens in episode eight rogue one does that in spades. It's such a good movie. It's a completely different type of movie when it comes to like star Wars in quotations, it's, it's a war movie yeah. in all intents and purposes. It could easily have been the story of like, um, uh, like when that, that, uh, that ship drops off the Hiroshima bomb, like, like the, what they referenced and saw. Or saw in mm-hmm. Jaws um mm-hmm. like, like it could be that story right they're just dropping off the bomb and they're on a suicide mission and I love that and you you divorce that from Star Wars it's still a fucking fun movie and then you add the Star Wars in it just colors everything so cool what would it be like if you were connected to the force but you're not a fucking Jedi what would it be like if you were part of one of these wars and then you get just get disbanded and you go what do I do now what would it be I like mean- if you were just a rebel soldier on the ground not princess fucking Leia
0: Right. But also the scene with Darth Vader at the end where you get to see actual Darth Vader. Like, so that's part of what I never understood about the original and even the prequels, right? Like everyone, Darth Vader is like the most feared thing in the whole galaxy or, you know. But well, he one does of one the, thing.
1: He force chokes one guy. You get to see him go, exactly. this is why people fear me, bitch.
0: Right, exactly. And so then it's like, and I mean, you see a little bit of it when you see Anakin, but then he loses, right, to Obi-Wan. So you're like, okay, so he's not, he's not fully there yet. You know, I mean, he kills he kills all the sand people or whatever for everything they do to his Even mom, the
1: children. Yeah uh but yeah you're right though I, I love it for that you get to see that awesome moment and that's again if you're gonna do star wars why not have a lightsaber fight in there but you're not telling a story about jedi versus sith so what's the lightsaber fight it's like oh it's not really a fight at all it's a massacre exactly. and i love exactly. that there, even the people that really like rogue one they're like oh we didn't need that scene at the end well, fuck you yes we did that's so cool that's I that's using the-, the toys you have properly to play with them
0: exactly because i think that the whole story i like that it only came That like i mean
1: it's they- in one part right at the end you know
0: correct if they stayed away from the skywalker saga for them i mean like it's everything that you know about the skywalker saga is in rogue one right like about how they need the plans and about whatever but like you don't see really a, a bunch of direct mentions to them until the end and then it's like perfect
1: exactly and i i do think that's why it's so good it also on um, gary witta and the other screenwriters like i've talked about like, no, it's no it's no surprise that i'm a stan uh, of gary Whitta and a lot of the other people that worked on that film because again i mentioned it's one of my favorite movies of all time the way they play with star wars like i said they wrote a really good war movie and then they sprinkle in star wars on top of it and does it so well like i i love Jin urso's character i love that she is a child in this war-torn world and she's not important that's the part of the character. She ends up being a little bit more important because her father worked on the death star, but they, but while she was supposed to be important, she's not allowed to be. So you see this kid who grew up being an actual rebel, not part of the rebellion and an actual fucking rebel. She doesn't have the choice. Like Luke Skywalker is like, maybe I'll join the empire. I just want to be a pilot. It's none of that shit. She's like, this oh. is my life. I have to do this to survive. She's raised by Saul Guerrero, who is, you know, like the whole idea is that he's this, um, I, I don't know, like a better word. Like he's a radical, like extremists right like he's he is the far side you know he is the the green terrorist he's like oh no i'm going to i'm going to show the world that the empire sucks by terrorizing them basically and that's her father figure and her actual father they, they use him as such a good plot point of hey you know that dumb idea we always talk about like that's a huge plot hole in that first movie what if it wasn't a plot hole what if it was an ingenious idea that we could build this movie around, which is I put the weakness in there on purpose.
0: Right. Exactly. I did it on purpose. It wasn't just like, and I mean, you have to wait 50 years. Sure, <laughs> sure. Yeah. It, you I know what
1: I mean, mean, to it took that long. It. Yeah.
0: But yes. But yeah, I think that having it as like the Achilles heel
1: and i thought that's so genius like if you're like one of the things we talk about a lot on this show is like when you play in people's established worlds you're kind of your hands are tied right like you make a marvel movie it's you're gonna be hard-pressed to make captain america a nazi they've tried um but like it like goes against fundamentally what that character is and you can't break the rules of the world without people noticing and star wars does that sometimes but you know what didn't do that rogue one rogue one saw an opportunity to go hey we can we can slip this in seamlessly and have a lot of fun with the fact that this is a Star Wars movie, but it not being part of the Skywalker saga. Um, yeah, and so that's partly why I love it so much, and it's partly why I think Solo is the worst one, right? Like yep. it's the exact yep. opposite. Be- end.
0: Yeah i think that solo is not good it's not a good film
1: right and i worst one is actually you know what that, that's a way too strong of a statement because i think hate clone wars with the, or not clone Wars. attack of the clones why isn't it called clone wars attack of the clones is is bad phantom menace is bad revenge of the sith is bad
0: well he the four lightsabers spinning around <laughs>
1: hello so there <laughs> well, i do love
0: hello there. i say that i, I you much. know
1: what you know what isn't a problem is how perfect um uh amidala's uh crop top is right that's exactly how it would happen that's exactly how your shirt how would tear chelsea i i will hear no arguments against that that's just all accurate uh
0: well, <laughs> so why the, not the expert, that's for sure exactly hi my
1: name is terry smith You might know me as one of the hosts of Right in the Fields, or perhaps if you've heard some of the crossover content with the Slovenly Trolls. But I also write comic books for Can'tBeKilledCreations.com, and we have our first full-size comic book coming out called Growing Up. Getting older is exciting, moving on to bigger and better things, but what happens to the childish things left behind? Moving on is hard, but that's growing up. From neon-colored folders to action figures to trading cards, Growing Up shows the final moments of the doomed worlds our toys and childhood machinations inhabit before they are thrown away as we grow up. Available on Amazon and Comixology. We hit a lot of negatives there. Let's talk about some of our favorites. Who's your favorite character in Star Wars? Mm,
0: Obi-Wan. It's Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan? It's <laughs> It's not even a contest.
1: <laughs> Obi Wan's up there for me. Um, you know, I'm gonna say another controversial thing because we haven't really mentioned it yet. Mandalorian. I fucking love. Oh yeah, we Manda. yeah, talked
0: about Mandalorian.
1: Yeah. Yep. Like when it comes to modern Star Wars, I love that show so much because it has its cake and eats it too. Right where it's like, no, it's kind of somewhere else in canon. It's like in the middle of between like episode six and episode seven, and we're gonna do a Mandalorian story, but we're not gonna do it with Boba Fett. Spoilers. He eventually shows up um but like we're gonna do what we always wanted to do with boba fett but with just a different character and then you have baby yoda and you have like one of the most heartwarming like father son stories ever or i don't know grogu's pronouns (laughs) um i i think they call him boy but whatever like this like this father figure and this kid and they're trekking um like uh lone wolf and cub style across the galaxy I, I just I love it so much and it has those Western sensibilities. Plus, they put Timothy Oliphant and I would watch him read the phone book. He's just there yeah. as a sheriff. Like, I just I love it so much, and I love what they do with Pedro Pascal. And like they did all the things that like if, if you had these like cardinal rules for like what storytelling's supposed to be that they break in that show. They're like, don't copy, you know, frame for frame other things, but they do it in a way where it's like, no that's my favorite cowboy movie, but now it's in Mandalorian. And they, you know, you're not supposed to leave your main character in a the whole time because you can't connect to something that doesn't have a face fuck you we never see pedro pascal's face until like the last episode like they don't they don't give a fuck and it shows in such a good way and plus grogu is fucking adorable and i i will fight anybody who says he's not
0: he is very adorable
1: watching him eat eggs i'd watch him eat eggs all day fuck that bitch
0: and try to eat the frogs just trying to him. eat
1: everything he just eats anything i i love it so much or him trying to fix those wires all that stuff I there I have issues with it. I don't think it's perfect by any means, but I love the character of Mando and especially Mando and Grogu.
0: Yeah, I think that I think that it's an interesting take. I like seeing it because it's like not a not a huge allegiance. It's not like a line in the sand. My morals are you know. And I mean I know that they this this is the way right that they have a code or whatever the man you know the Mandalorian. But code. it's about but it's...
1: him overcoming his beliefs in terms exactly. of what is what do they mean to him versus what does Grogu mean to him.
0: Exactly. So I think that having it that way, like having him be selfish almost, you know, especially like in season two and when, when Grogu's off training and I guess like what? Spoilers. If I you think
1: haven't that's seen. season
0: three. Oh, is it season three?
1: Yeah. No, no, no you're right. That's no, it's
0: that's Boba, it Boba Fett. That's what it's it is. It's Boba Fett, that's, which is Fett.
1: spoilers. is There's three episodes that are just about Mando. So it's basically season three, part season one. Three.
0: <laughs> they're, by the way they're the best
1: episodes of that series fight me like i like boba fett um I, it, so it, <laughs> I I, and i brought the story it brought the story back around i loved him way more in the mando show and i love all of the side characters way more in mando than i did his story and specifically the mando episodes were the best episodes
0: <laughs> yeah they were so good anyway i was so excited so i'm so excited for the new season and it's for like, the new same. obi-wan
1: oh i'm so excited for obi-wan but yeah so mando would probably be up there for me and then obviously the weak ass answer i love han solo han solo is just so fun he's a broken man and he does this thing just for the girl which is such a such a trope but who gives a fuck right like like he he does it like he joins the rebellion because she's hot it's not because he cares it's because like man i think i'm into this girl but i'm too afraid to meet it because i've been hurt before in the past and i got my pal who's a wookie and he'll fuck you up and my ship is basically an 18 wheeler and everyone knows i love jack burton from big trouble in little china and han solo <laughs> and jack burton have a lot in common
0: i i also love han solo but like, it is, it is, it is the classic choice. It I is think.
1: the classic choice, right? Like, I don't think I'm fucking breaking the mold of being like, Han Solo is one of the best. Like, obviously he is, right? Yeah. Um, well, Harrison Ford too. Yeah. Exactly. Honestly, you look at that original group. Like, Carrie Fisher is just fucking does not give a fuck. She, number one, she's just like, no, I'm gonna do what I want. Fuck you and i love that attitude and it carries over into princess leia in such a fun way where like the first time i saw princess leia that i was like oh i i love this woman i think um even when i didn't like the movies and then obviously her being in blues brothers and she just blows up some dudes with a missile launcher i'm like oh yeah no this is gonna affect me as i as i grow up i think definitely (laughs) so like like she's also good so it's it's easy to pick those classic characters uh but i have love for a lot of star wars characters i i really like the the new three when it came to like the later movies like i love finn i love ray poe dameron is just han solo too and yeah. um i'm yeah, fine so. with it you know yep yeah. yep yeah. his calls <laughs> are some of the best parts in uh or not calls but like when he talks to to um uh kylo ren at the beginning of episode seven is probably the standout of that movie and when he calls (laughs) like the the bridge in episode uh is it episode eight or episode nine when he does the call
0: i think it's eight i think it's eight
1: right yeah he's like hold on hold on can you hear me am i on hold um like all that shit i love it i don't care that it breaks star wars fuck you like (laughs) star wars is broken you got space wizards with laser swords and 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 like and they have like laser ships too like fuck you I don't care if it breaks it. It's fun. There's no rules. Come on. You still there, Chelsea?
0: Yeah, I'm sorry. I had accidentally, I had muted it. I had just like, okay, <laughs> never mind. I was blowing my nose, and so then it was like, <laughs> it doesn't matter. How anyway. dare you?
1: I'm raging about Poe Dameron. You're just over there getting rid of snot.
0: I am sorry. I'm a little stuffed up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> let's Let's talk about some of our favorite parts of like the super super off mainstream stuff. So like the cartoons, um, comic books, books, etc. Like what what's the stuff that people may not have watched that you love?
0: So I love everything about um, Revan. I think okay. that um, so. I next, think to the that- Old Republic. Yeah, like I love the I love the game, right? I love that it's getting a new. is um, it they're just really re like, updating it, basically. Correct? Yeah, yeah like, they're not
1: remastering it; they're remaking it from the ground up. What that means? Oh, okay,
0: so it is. Yeah, okay. so it isn't just a remaster. Okay, no, no, so it's yeah, not gonna...
1: they've remastered it a couple times. Now this is a full on remake. What that means, we don't know. Like, is it gonna be FF seven remake where it's like it's a new battle system? Is it gonna be a similar battle system but updated right. with modern sensibilities? We don't know. I would guess, like if I had to put money on it, I would say it's gonna be closer to Final Fantasy VII, where it's like it's real time, but you can pause it to do some more, you know, RPG like elements to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think it's gonna be full on like Jedi Fallen Order, which is what I was gonna say. Um, but I think it's gonna be closer to that when it comes to that, like the remake. But yeah, I'm right there with you. Uh, Revan's also- storyline is so fucking cool,
0: so good. I love our- I love. Uh, I love Bane also. Yes. Similar, similar vibes. Right? <laughs> like, yeah. Yep. Similar vibes for me. I um, can't believe
1: how well they did him in, um, in Boba Fett like yeah. again if i had to talk about standouts from that show cad bane showing up and looking so fucking cool like i so good she i thought it was going to be so, so silly good. because like you watch the bounty hunters like series part of like clone wars you're, like how could they do him in live action they couldn't he's got that big silly hat his skin is blue as fuck he's got like sharp teeth like that just won't translate and you watch it you're like fuck this translates so well <laughs> this is so cool
0: but additionally <laughs> we could talk about darth bane too right so, was cad bane
1: darth bane uh darth that's that's again more deep lore. It's like like Darth Plagueis the yeah. Wise, but like even weirder.
0: Yes. Um,
1: so a lot of those like Knights of the Old Republic characters, um, the mythology I I still think holds really well, and I think adds a lot to it, even though a lot of it's not not part of continuity anymore. Um
0: Yeah. Well, that's I mean that's the whole thing is like I was that's actually what I was going to talk about earlier when I had the pregnant pause and I couldn't remember is about. What are your thoughts about all of the weird books no longer being canon because they've, you know, retconned everything? Basically, like you lose a ton of good lore, but you also lose all of the silly, weird diatribes. I guess.
1: So, uh, coming from like a comic book like standpoint, or like I, I've been, I've read so many different like universes that have been rebooted, and they pick and choose what they want for canon. I think it's necessary with, uh, with a. With an IP that's as convoluted as Star Wars got, if you take all of the the novels as canon, all of the comic books as canon from before that, and what they call like the legacy Star Wars, right? If you take all of that stuff and you say, this is all canon, and then you have to move forward for a new generation under a new conglomerate with new writers, most of which they're divorced of... It's dangerous because number one, you're saying if you really want to get all Star Wars, you got to go back and read all that stuff. And no offense to the people that are writing it. Like I I write stuff too. Not everything's going to be for everybody. But in my opinion, a lot of that stuff just does not work. It's it's not that it's good or bad. It just doesn't work. And so I think it's necessary and I was fine with it. I was like, okay, so like what's Canon, what's not Canon. And plus that allows you to have fun with it. Again. I love the, the Marvel standpoint. Like when you watch the MCU movies, I have a lot of fun when they mention things and they make like old things Canon again, but they pick and choose the best parts because sure. Is it awesome that Steve Rogers, captain America, for those who don't know, was a werewolf for more comics than you would think. Um, for like a sizable amount of time, Steve Rogers was a werewolf being flown around in a jet by j jonah jameson's son is that cool sure is it necessary to say like that's canon in the mcu no are the movies better for not saying that's canon yes yes they are okay <laughs> and you can fight me on it all you want like silly stuff is fun sometimes they made Batrock the leaper canon that's cool that dude just kicks people really fucking hard i think he's a good villain in the mcu If they brought him over whole hog, I think he would have been a little silly. Seeing the star Wars, am I glad that they cut out some things? Yes. Uh, It's just, it's necessary for moving forward. And you do get, you get rid of some of the. Luke. It's just Luke with two use. Okay. And he's a clone of Luke Skywalker. Is that necessary? No, no, it is not. Does it add anything? No, no, it does not. So it's okay that we got rid of it and I'm glad for it
0: yeah so that's sort of my thought on it too it's like all of the best parts I feel like they will pick and they will bring it back you know or they will you know what I mean Somehow, right
1: look at through. Thrawn right like Thrawn was one of the best parts of that of that old continuity and they're like fuck yeah we need Thrawn Thrawn is fucking great
0: Thrawn well, gotta come back you know you and, gotta find a way.
1: exactly and get, like, give them credit too they're like Timothy's on you made this character you made him work before make him work again just have at it and they're like you, you tell us what Thrawn is basically and I, I love I don't that,
0: too. I do how Thrawn can fit here. Like, it, this, is, this is where we are. Tell us how he fits.
1: Um, To that same point, when they need to go... Like, we need a lot of Jedis, but, like, the prequel era, era people don't like. Let's go a little bit further back, but basically just do prequel two. When it came to, like, the... the I forget the name. Is it called the New Order? I, I can't remember what the name of whatever is the current continuity in, like, comics and and books right now. Oh,
0: they have, like, the... The
1: New Republic? Is that what it's called? High Republic. Thank you. High Republic. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I was like, High Order Republic? Something like that.
1: I've read some of the stuff. Some of it's really good. I just can't care. I I just... I I don't care about... I don't have that connection to it the same way. There's just a lot of dudes with lightsabers, um, which is fine. Like, I love a good dude with a lightsaber. Um, But... There's just so much going on. It's all new continuity. Um, Whereas when they rebooted the continuity and said, some of this matters, some of it doesn't, but the movies still matter. I'm like, okay, I have a jumping off point. When they were like, here's a new era for you to dive in if you want stories of people with lightsabers. I'm like, I don't really want that, though. So, there's that, right? Like, I don't really care about it too much. I dig a lot of the current continuity comic books. Like, I think the the Star Wars like just mainline Star Wars comic book is really like additions to comic books for like the the Star Wars universe as kind of like this weird like Indiana Jones like grave robber type character uh i love the darth vader comic books like you like we mentioned we love seeing him in rogue one being a bad guy you get to see him do some bad shit in the comic books and you get to see him have these weird existential crisis um kind of connecting him to ben solo's story a little bit more like i have this light in me but i need to get rid of it um, I need to try to abandon my kids even harder. So there's, there's, <laughs> it's a whole thing. Cause like he finds out like Luke exists, right? So like the, the whole like idea of like, there's somebody named Luke Skywalker on your home planet and you never heard of him. Like they retconned that a little bit. But, like I've heard of him. I need to not give a fuck about that. Like I could go murder him, but I don't think that's going to help me. So like, I just need to like not care. So like they add that in there a little bit. Um, they do a lot of fun stuff with those stories. So I really dig the comic book some of the newer novels that again are in, in like continuity in like the current era I think are also really good they get into a lot of like defectors of the empire like joining the rebellion which is a big part of the old continuity they kind of brought back which is like this is how, like if you think like how did they win this war that's how a lot of people defected from the empire we're like we don't really like it we just like this was reality so we you know like if it's like Luke right Luke was gonna join the empire as a starfighter because he wanted to be a pilot
0: well, and I think that a lot of times, too, it's, like, do this, like, the, the, I guess the weapons are something that we can, like, identify with, with, like, drone strikes, right? Like, join or we're going to drone strike your whole town.
1: Right? Like, you don't or have a choice. Planet. You're a or, fucking planet. Yeah, like, like even so. if you said, no, we're not joining, they don't give a fuck.
0: I'll blow your whole planet up, so.
1: <laughs> exactly. Like, there's just no, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. So, sure, like, not everybody who joined, joined the Empire is guilty, but you can't just say they were following orders either right but when it comes to like the planets that are just involved not necessarily like in the military like it's just like oh yeah. like but you're part of the empire was like yeah they came and take o- took over my planet i didn't like sign off on it
0: right i wasn't like hey welcome and had a party for them like <laughs>
1: exactly and um i think the way they get around that a lot in like the main continuity stories is they go well we're on the outer rim there's no law here but the thing that the books do a lot better is no no no, we're not on the outer rim but this is the main planet and like now we just got to be like fucking i swear allegiance to the flag of darth sidious i guess i don't want to but that's again what i fucking love about rogue one they go to some planets that aren't on the Outer Rim, and they're just like, well, what well, fuck, what do you want from us? Like, I don't know. Like, they show up. They got big guns. I go, yes, sir. Right?
0: I go, I don't have any guns. Uh, I don't really like this, but what good is it going to do if I get a whole planet killed? You know?
1: Exactly. And that that's what I love about a lot of the incontinuity but tertiary stuff. Obviously, Clone Wars is there, but I would argue Clone Wars is pretty mainline these days, especially it being on Disney Plus and making a I new, love- like, okay. season.
0: I hope everyone watches it. Well, and I love, like, Rogue Squadron. Um, Rogue, Rogue Squadron, Squadron
1: and uh, Rebels. Rebels is another one. Um, I, I I haven't watched a lot of that stuff. I mean, I have, but, like,
0: oh, saying yeah. I cared about
1: it at the time, you know?
0: Let me give you some knowledge then. So Rebels is has Greg Wiseman attached to it, the same guy who does Young Justice and Gargoyles.
1: Yes, yes. And it
0: is 10 out of 10. Very good
1: okay good to know good to know i've seen it it's not like i haven't seen any of it and i know the story of it but i, I every every year someone's like oh, have you watched all of the the star wars animated stuff like well i have but I, i'd be lying if i said i was paying attention the whole time
0: it's very good <laughs> I just really did a clone wars rewatch yeah like, last year well i actually actually not so maybe the first year of the pandemic how many years is it now <laughs> ah,
1: going on like three right well, yeah, so that... like finishing out like a whole two, but getting close to three because it kind of started like the end of 2019 is when I remember going yeah, to lockdown.
0: Right. That's why right. it's. Well, we didn't go to lockdown until March, but that's when it. No, started. that's when
1: I went to lockdown. I told my office I was out.
0: Oh, that's. I mean, so quote-unquote did not come to america it doesn't matter i mean, we're not gonna do this in the podcast
1: Exa- no, so- no, no no exactly i'm not saying like i i i get when like we actually had the lockdown i'm saying like i told my office i was like dude i heard this thing's getting bad i'm not coming into the office anymore <laughs> so it might like the the pandemic might have started a little bit earlier for me than some people <laughs>
0: um but i watched it during the beginning of
1: right you know, that, that yeah um and I, I that's right around when I started to do a little bit more with it too, just because like well, what else are you gonna do? Plus Disney Plus was becoming a thing and
0: Yeah, yeah. When Disney Plus came out and it had it so with like the same I guess, <laughs> I think it came out that November or something. It doesn't matter. Um
1: well, okay, you know what we sh- we should talk about before we go is Visions. Like how much you loved Visions and you oh you're the one God, you sold me on because it it. I was like I'm watching so many anthologies right now. I just like sometimes it's hard for me to invest when there I know there's not going to be more. And you were like, "Fuck you, don't be dumb. Watch Visions right." Now. It's so good. And
0: those it's are the so ones good. I watched. It's so good.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, I've watched all of it now, but at the time, those are the ones that I watched. I was like, "Oh, she's right. Like this is fucking awesome."
0: Yeah, I mean I've watched, so I've watched all of it and I like all of it. I think it's all good. Um it's got I th- it's got like a super high I think it might be one of the highest rated things um for Star Wars anything, like on Rotten Tomatoes or whatever. Oh really? Yeah. I think um I think so. But it's also only what, like eight episodes?
1: Nine yeah, episodes.
0: Yeah. Like and uh,
1: again I think oh it's so highly rated I'm like eh, it's kind of easy when you only got to make seven versus when you like people talk shit about shows like NCIS and stuff but like it's hard to tell a compelling story for 22 hours <laughs> yeah, exactly. so like when uh, you get to make eight you know 15 minute shorts it's like okay it's kind of fair to say that like um, it might be a little bit easier for you to tell really good stories one at a time with different teams making each one
0: yeah exactly but I guess that they're making a second season also. But I love that every I love that everything was a small piece, kind of like we talked about, like about focusing on people that weren't like main continuity. Um, some people that weren't even you know like force, like for like just like they were just quote unquote regular people yes. living in a variety of different worlds. Um, I like that you got to see a ton of different like new creatures um new like landscapes that kind of thing like lore of individual planets which i thought is cool which is one of my favorite parts about clone wars is that you got to see more of like hey there's a galaxy you know or you know whatever like the galaxy and it's full of different planets and they all have different things which i think that mandalorian kind of touches on too where you get like some um like like more personalized like individual cultures which i really enjoyed seeing like the difference of it but they just are badass i think that the animated i think that the animation like um like format you know like uh whatever i don't know what you want to call it the the realm or theme you can do a lot more with to make like fights look cool to make you know like force powers cool just in general i think that it's a superior well yeah you're um,
1: choreography that can be pulled off like because it's animated like it's why some of the best fight scenes of all time put to film aren't live action right like because you can do whatever yeah. you want like there's a reason why I love watching like cartoon fight scenes more often than I, I will rewatch you know something like the raid I love the raid however in the raid they don't have lightsabers you know <laughs> they're not shooting Kamehameha waves exactly Devil, like he's got a punch guys whereas when I watch Star Wars Visions like she's got a lightsaber you know what I mean like it's just cooler um but like like you said like I love that it showed what the force meant to different places like was, like you yeah, said think, like yes. in Clone Wars it's like one of the things I love about Rogue one right like the the Jedi and the Sith are the only ones that have a connection to the force which will manifest in very different ways and uh, the animation does a but much better job of that.
0: I think that you see some of that in episode eight too, right? Like with
1: one hundred percent,
0: you know, thing. Like I think that, and I think it's a very important, like, because if you take the prequels and even the original trilogy, right, the forces all around us. Well, that means that like not just these super special, like, super soldiers get the get influenced by it. If it's this all knowing, all encompassing, you know, thing, I guess, <laughs> I mean, like, presence, whatever you want to, whatever the, the, you want to deem it. In.
1: They're bacteria.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. sorry.
1: (laughs) Sorry. But, yeah, you you see it. But, like...
0: Let's talk about our our least favorite things. I'm going to talk about midichlorians and Jar Jar
1: (laughs) My favorite episode was the Seven Samurai one um with obviously the tiktok line of like it's been a long time since i like, killed a jedi and he's like i'm not a jedi like i fucking i love that part because fuck you like you don't have to be a, a jedi master to be really good with a sword exactly one of my favorite things about classic samurai tales which is part and parcel where star wars comes from a lot of the idea is stolen directly from samurai the wandering samurai is one of the best ideas that, that gets stolen and put into Star Wars so I love that wandering samurai is like I'm not a Jedi I'm not a Sith either I got these dope ass lightsabers and I'm gonna take yours away from you cause you seem like a bad person they're paying me to do it and I'm gonna feel good doing it
0: And am I a good person am I a bad person it's morally ambiguous it's morally it's
1: ambiguous like, who fucking cares What you know what I do care about is the fact that I'm about to murder you right now and I love that yeah, yeah. like
0: that so, was so fucking cool shut up, or shut up. <laughs>
1: that's why that one is my favorite from that there's lots of good ones but that that one's up there for me but okay so your your least favorites go ahead
0: sorry so i i'm sorry to jump the gun i just we mentioned midichlorians you set me off (laughs) so i think that i hate midichlorians but i also hate jar jar banks more than anything (laughs) more than absolutely anything in, in the whole universe i'm pretty sure
1: you know what i hate about jar jar binks is that george lucas you know kind of copped out on the idea he had which maybe that's i don't think he's ever confirmed it but i think he all all but confirmed the idea that he was going to be the big bad of the prequel trilogy and i really think that that would have saved him
0: you should have been yeah i would have had way more respect for him
1: yeah 100 i would have had way more respect for the prequel trilogy as a whole
0: yeah because he is like just such a drag, like
1: <laughs> You know, like someone that I respect a lot more when it comes to their creative storytelling, Vince Gilligan from Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul. Um, he often like wears it down on his sleeve. He's like, I had this really good idea, and then someone gave me a better one. And I picked the better one. Like just because it wasn't my idea. And you see George Lucas throw a lot of little mini hissy fits in the prequel trilogy? Or he's like, no, well, fine, I'm not doing that. They didn't like it. It's like, shut the fuck up. Like, just, like... <laughs> do the thing that's better, okay? Like, give me the best story possible. Um, Sometimes I don't care about your vision. I don't care about the thing that you're trying to do. If you're trying to tell people a story, give them the best story you can.
0: Exactly. I think that you're bre- you're breaking up a little bit, also.
1: Sorry, sorry. They can hear me at home, because I'm recording on my end, just so, so you know. Okay. But.
0: Well, then, can I quit and come back real quick sure sure one second okay hopefully it's fixed again you were just like lagging and and being delayed again so i was like oh god this is getting hard
1: (laughs) what you mean difficult
0: yeah Well,
1: hard but oh, goodness, um anyway, so yeah, so midichlorians... um, do we have to say more than midichlorians? like come on why? really just
0: why it like the the force being this thing that you didn't like you didn't you didn't need to say anything else, that was fine, people weren't demanding an explanation, <laughs> you know, I just you didn't have to, I don't understand why, and just would like a formal apology. <laughs>
1: Um, that I don't think you'll ever get. Um, uh, but I don't. I also don't think you need one. It's fine. It is what it is. They've kind of said, well, that's what it means to some people, and some people don't. Like we mentioned, like a lot of people interpret the Force in different ways. Like if they choose to look at it through the lens of the little little bugs, which doesn't make sense because I thought you were religion. It was very um, uh, very L. Ron Hubbard of them to do that. So. Yes. But anyways, uh, yeah, so midi don't like Jar Jar Binks, I think could have been um, saved. I really, really, really don't like how much Darth Sidious like kind of took over multiple continuities now. Like, um, in like the Legacy universe, Darth Sidious he's, and all of his clones.
0: He's not even the most powerful Sith at all.
1: And and that's the thing. Like, I feel like Like, you run out of ideas, and you go, "We gotta write the same guy over and over." I'm like, "There's, you could make up a new bad guy, man. You totally can."
0: I like how, like, uh, just it makes me so irritated. So fucking irritated.
1: So yeah, Darth Sidious is one for me. Um, A lot of things I don't like about Star Wars, but those are probably some of the big ones. Half the fans, half the fans bother me. Uh, um, the sexist and racist fans specifically really ruined Star Wars for me. Like when they always oh seem to like the stuff that I like, they're like that ruins my childhood. You ruined my childhood. You ruined my adulthood a little bit. Like people throw fit well, also, like, because Finn's black and he kisses Rose. Go fuck yourself, man. Like I don't care. I I really hope. They just make like Canon Finn and Poe fucking. That's like a whole movie just so you can all throw up over yourself or be strangely turned on and confused about it. Like if
0: you if you are letting something ruin your quote unquote whole childhood, (laughs) one go see a therapist. Right? Go right. Go right now and find a therapist in your area. Send us the bill if you need to. (laughs) This is is not a real offer. Just so that you know, this is not an invitation to deal. Second of all, your childhood was sad. <laughs> Maybe if, if seeing Kelly Tran be uh, an Asian speedster bike or you know speedrunner bike mechanic slash fighter is upsetting to you, go fuck yourself. Your your childhood was sad. It's not ruining anything. It's not taking anything. There's plenty there for you too. Third, get a new hobby. Yeah. Find some real friends. Find some real friends. Touch grass. Something. Go, go to that touch effect. some grass,
1: man. Like fuck.
0: Like just and that's and that concludes my three steps to help. Yeah. you Go to a I didn't love her
1: romance in that movie either. I didn't think that was necessary with Finn but I also, taking that as a romance I don't think is part of it. I think it was just like, I'm dying I'm gonna kiss this guy, give him some inspiration kind of thing. But her story with her sister in that movie and the whole idea of like hey, she died for this, I'm not gonna let you who were my hero fuck this up I love that idea.
0: yeah, Yeah, I think that like her character was very interesting, and I, and people just, and, like, to make her, but also, like, if you, fourth, I have a fourth. If you cannot separate the actor slash actress from the role that they are playing and you harass them yes. so that they have to leave social media,
1: fuck off. I've also, I've, just, I've never understood the fanboy hey of sending, like, death threats to, specifically but when they see the actors, like, the actors don't write the words that they say. You know that. This isn't the 1950s. You're not confused anymore about how how do those words get on the page? Like, no. Like, the writer does that. The director tells them what to say. Like, why are we sending hate I, at her? They
0: did not ad-lib that. They didn't ad-lib it. She because didn't. Because Disney, Disney would not allow for that. They would not
1: allow for that. Like, what are you talking about, you know?
0: It makes me so goddamn irritated.
1: How dumb do you have to be? oh man pretty dumb pretty dumb agreed yes um but yeah so those are the things that i dislike about star wars but also the things i love about star wars and here's the thing even though i didn't like where episode nine goes i'm gonna watch more star wars it's just gonna happen i fucking love the mandalorian i'm gonna keep watching it and there's gonna be gay people in space there's gonna be people of color in space there's gonna be non-binary in space there's gonna be people with pronouns as much as that confuses you like if people have pronouns even in space
0: I just it's, it's like you know, either get on board or get out of the way kind of time. Like, you can have your original movies, and you can have your old canon, and you can just only watch that, you know, where it's just a bunch of, even though we're in space, it's a bunch of white human. You know what I mean? White, white humans, humans. yeah,
1: exactly. But,
0: but, Chewbacca you know, didn't get a medal, people...
1: and you can cheer about that and explain to me why that's the case all you want. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay i've never heard anyone cheer about that but now you've made me upset well listen if you're
1: gonna be if you're gonna be racist about an asian woman being in space why are you fine with the dog getting a medal right like uh
0: oh exactly exactly so
1: like that probably makes sense to them too
0: so anyway get out the way because it's here <laughs> it's queer it's queer it's- it if they totally let it not.
1: be, I don't know. Like in the Lego Star Wars game, is pretty cool. Like Poe and Finn are just like cuddling on a on a like a sand speeder. I was like, that's interesting. Like it's cool. Like what? I
0: haven't played
1: it. Is it isn't good? It. Is, you know what? Like that part is like. The- the Lego games are pretty fun. I play them with my kids. Like, if you're just looking for something like fun to do, um, not super serious, and like with the Star Wars flavor, you could do a lot worse than the Lego Star Wars games. And the new one specifically has all of them. So,
0: yeah, that's what I've heard. So that's what like we Kyle was like, should we get that? Because you know we are Star Wars household, and I was like, not in like a weird way. I just want everyone to know, just like as and we all watch it. So. Just disclaimer Like, do to you, know, like, sleep you're not... in
1: a back to tank? Like, what do you mean? You
0: fucking... Well, I up. mean, so you know how, like, some people are like, oh, we're a Disney household. And then they go to Disney and, like, just are weirdly obsessed with it. And, like, listen, I'm obsessed with many nerdy things. I'm just throwing a lot of shade <laughs> at
1: Disney people. huh? Well, like, uh...
0: No, I just... You know what I'm... You know what I'm saying. Oh,
1: do I? Do I, I know, know what I you're I saying?
0: Enjoy going, I enjoy going to Disney, but it's not like, I'll die if I don't go back and... I can't believe that they're gonna make me wear a mask there when the masking was happening to people so <laughs> and
1: like a, you like, went you, you went to went from like a Disney household to complain to them with uh, anti vaxxers now. Um.
0: <laughs> not it's not a circle. It's not a circle. It's That's not mutually
1: perfect. exclusive.
0: But like, oh my you know, my kids like you're ruining my whole life because my kids can't go to Disney and do you know what I'm talking about at all or or am I crazy?
1: No, no, you're not crazy, but the way that you said it, I think people would be like, The fuck, man, I love Star Wars and I got vaccinated. Oh, that's (laughs) not what I'm saying.
0: That's not what I'm suggesting. (laughs) The rich is over.
1: Oh, man. If you want to hear us rant more, you can head on over to CampyKillCreations.com and check out all of our other content there. we got other podcasts like our new show, Cave Trolls, which I'm on with the ladies from Slovenly Trolls, which is another D&D show that is on the network. On Slovenly Trolls, they do deep dives into super specific history. You have very, very smart women talking about very, very smart things in our somewhat uh, little cosm of nerdum, and that's really, really cool. You can hear them do awesome research once a month over there cave trolls is a weekly show where we get into news from D &D and all the other stuff that you want to know from tabletop rpgs i'm on that one if you like my voice which you probably don't but just in case um if you want more right in the fields you can head on over to patreon.com slash can't be killed content sometimes lots of other stuff from us plus you can support us keep the lights on keep the mics going chicken sandwiches in chelsea's pocket which is the whole reason why she does mm-hmm. this show you know like okay. she she's she's studying to be a lawyer she does not need to do this show i need people to understand like i need your help to convince her to stay because she can just watch star wars and not have to worry about my opinion on it so like if we want to want this to keep going like i need some help
0: If I was going to pick one episode that we've done that's going to get hate, it would be this one. Oh, this is
1: going to get so much hate. And you know what? Hate is great for clicks. It's fine, baby. Bring us the hate. I don't care. I got people (laughs) like Thomas emailing me like, I love your show on Power Rangers. Can you talk about Kamen Rider? I'm like, you know what, Thomas? Hell yeah, because you were nice. You know what gets shit done nice things. I've never I've never once kowtowed to a Karen, so like just remember that. I'll kowtow especially you give me money? Fuck, I'll kowtow to you. Like what do you need? <laughs> I'll, I'll sell out I'll fuck it like, I, who's trying to pretend over here I got two fucking kids write that check baby Like, say what you need me to say woo uh, if you want to follow us over on social media we're at RITF underscore pod if you want to follow the network we're at can't be killed pod if you want to follow me specifically I'm at resident stevel Chelsea is hidden somewhere on the internet you have to find her like where's Waldo if you want to email us head on over to can't be killed creations at gmail.com write nice things. please you can write the nice things on the review boards as well on apple itunes amazon spotify iHeartRadio, anywhere where our podcast is found drop reviews tell us you like it tell us you don't i don't care but put five stars either way um that's all i have for all of the random spiels like i said give us money keep listening that's all i have chelsea anything to say to the nice people who like star wars
0: um don't be a bad fan that's yep. all that i have to say you there can you revisit my, my notes on it so <laughs> <laughs> anytime you need feel free to re-listen
1: and evaluate. <laughs> exactly there you go there you have it this has been right in the fields, and we're out now comes that special time of the show. Where we thank our Patreon producers. This month we have Chantrell Every. Thank you so much, Chantrell. You keep the lights on, the mics going, and really just give us the energy and the funds to keep doing this every single day. So I just want to say again, thank you, Chantrell, for everything you do and all of your support and if you want to become a patreon producer like chantrell you can head on over to patreon.com slash can creations and join at the patreon producer level that's the ten dollar level or above and you can get shout outs like chantrell but no one else did so there can be only one you are the highlander chantrell thank you